Okay, so let's continue over here in, um, in Parak Felek. And um, basically, we finished over here where the Rama was discussing is um, the, the, the marshal, right, of the, of the child who, who uh, goes through a force of education based on Lolishma. And he shows you that uh, any Lolishma is really Naguna, right? Because you're trading in the valuable thing for the less valuable thing, right? And, um, and in reality, a person should be motivated by the MS for the sake of the MS. And um, he went through, we went through last time, the statements of Chazal that the Rambam uses to prove this idea. Right, and this final one was the um, where it says, um, yeah, he's a Tamaloma, Lava, Lava, Osim, Losasu, So that's the best proof because it's giving you also the motivation, showing you what is driving the person. The person is being driven by Ava. And we started to discuss the idea of, of, a, of an Ove Me Ava. But, um, before I before we get to that, I just wanted to uh, finish up the this this topic that the Ram has started, and then we'll come back to the um, to go a little more deeply into what we mean by what the Ram means by an Ovimiyaba. So basically, just in terms of the um, in terms of the the flow of here, so he's establishing the idea that the re- the reality, the proper methodology is the Ovimiyaba. And of course, um, and again, that lolishma is really is really like a uh, degradation. I mean, it's a, it's a deficiency. So then he has to explain, though, why is it that Chazal uh, endorse the methodology of of lolishma? Right after saying that it's really um, false, right? Because you're you you you're uh, He's sort of taking the, um, you know, the, the inferior as a, as, as a, uh, as the goal. So, so why is it that Chazal endorse it? And again, we read through it, we read through it before, so I'm not going to read through it, um, inside, but basically I think it boils down to, to five points that he's making over here. Right. So first of all, he says, because it's impossible otherwise, right? Just like the child, it's impossible to, uh, take people um, who are brought up in this whole, you know, every, everything that we're motivated from is uh, for a certain uh, purpose. We're trained from that that idea in from youth, and it would be simply impossible to say, okay, now drop that whole derech of uh, of losh. It would be you wouldn't be able to communicate the idea. It would be completely foreign until someone had an idea of what the value of knowledge is. Via the methodology of Lulishma simply isn't possible. So, first of all, that, that's one, that's one thing. And that's what he emphasizes over here in the beginning, right? You can't, you simply can't, um, spring that on somebody, you know, out of the, uh, out of the box. There's gotta be a, um, there's gotta be something that, that gets him interested in the ideas within his framework. And furthermore, the Ram says that, where really he says, "Lachain hitiru lahamon sheyisharu kifi daitam lasos hatov l'tikvas hagamon." So basically, says Chazal are also they're not really giving this. They're not. They're not 
you know, presenting something that is not true. They are simply allowing it to exist. They're, they're dealing with the people in the place that they are, right? It would be different if they were actually, you know, uh, giving a false, uh, uh, you know, an inferior methodology to someone who's at the position of, uh, of excelling in the greater method. This is, that's not what it is. So there's no, it goes, you know, together with the, with the previous one. But just in terms of the action, it's more an action of allowing them to be in the place that they are. Um, and then I think he also expresses the idea that there is a certain, there is a certain danger, right? To, like we were discussing last time, there's a danger of, of giving somebody knowledge that they're not ready for. And if you tell them there's an idea, of pursuing something with no purpose at all. They're going to look at you like you're crazy and they're going to reject it. So therefore he says, Chazal, even, they even are encouraging in this, right? Um, he says, they allow the Hamon to remain in this, in this uh, mindset and to uh, do things for the, for the good of, of a gamol, of a reward and to, um, and to distance himself from the from the fear because of the fear of Onesh. And Chazal even encouraged them in this position that they are in. Again, not giving them the idea, but they are uh, taking advantage of the position that they're in and endorsing it until they reach the MS. Okay. Mahi. Until they can get to the position where they understand the the, the 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 way of the perfect, just like he says we said about the nah, right? That's the whole mushroom. Now he says, and that's why, uh, right? But the, the harm is in telling people this idea before they're ready. That was the lesson of Antignasi Shochu. He said Chazal were were mocked on him. They were they they took issue with Antignasi Shochu for expressing. To people who weren't ready, the idea of of uh, of lishma, and they misinterpreted it, right? And they took it to mean, uh, you know, that that maybe he was saying there is no reward, there is no punishment at all. So if if the idea can't fit into your mind, into your framework, you're going to take it in the wrong way, right? Okay, so there, so that's that's the that was the, uh, the the third reason that there's a danger in introducing this idea to someone who's not ready. But then he says two extra things. It's interesting. He says, he says also, And they're not completely, they're not losing completely. They're not being destroyed. They're not being damaged. They're not missing out. They're not mafsid completely. When they keep the mitzvos because of fear, uh, out of fear and uh, hope for, uh, and hope, fear from uh, ownership and hope for Rishchah. He says, rather, they're just not perfect. So, so what is that? And he says, and it's better for them to be in this situation because it is a, it's, it's a means of acquiring the, uh, the character and the uh, preparations for the Kiyam HaTorah. The Yavuel MS, they'll pass to the, to the truth. And they'll be over the me'ava. And that's what Chazal say, Li'olam yasog odam b'torah afilu shalol l'shma. Shemitol shalol l'shma b'lashma. So, so, so what is he saying in those last two points? So he, he's saying, 
He's saying, what, what is the, what is the, um, what is the, uh, the situation? What is, what does he mean that they're not mafsidin legamri? So he says, rather, they're not shlemim. He like goes with mizrachimav. They're not completely being, you know, harmed. They're just not perfect. <laughs> so, uh, just, I mean, if you say, uh, they're not much in Legamri, that sounds like they're pretty close to Legamri. But then he says, no, they're just, it's just a little, what? <laughs> a little, uh, a little off. Right. And then he says further, and they're going to, and it's going to, uh, and it's better for them to be in this situation because it will bring them to, uh, to, to, uh, to the, to the truth. So, and he quotes the second one. So it's an interesting thing. There's a, there's a Tosos in, um, in a few places. In Tainus is, uh, I have it over here in Tainus. But there's, Tosos notices, Tosos brings up the fact that there's a, there's a stira in the Gemaras. Because on the one hand, you have Gemaras that say, like the Ramas quoting, that a person should be Osik and Torah Shalolishma. Should we talk Shalolishma, Bolishma? But there are other statements of Chazal to the opposite effect. The Gemara says, uh, someone who's a lolishma is Noah who is lo nivra. It's better off that he was never created, right? Or, um, the Gemara of Yantayna says, Kola osik betorish lolishma toroso nasus lo sam hamavas. The Torah becomes like a poison to him. So, Tosa says, Kasha harlo amrina on the olam yasak odam betora afagav she'en lishma. So it's a stira. One Gemara says you should be Osik and Torah Shalolishma because it's Bolishma. The other Gemara says you're better off if you, if you, if you do things Lolishma, you're better off if you're never created. If you do things Lolishma, you learn Torah Shalolishma, the Torah is going to become like a poison to you. So, so Tosa says, There are two kinds of Lolishma. <laughs> All right, you want to try to think it out? There's two kinds of Lolishma. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's interesting, I wanted to bring out in this Tosos is no, this Tosos is making the point, is explaining the point that the Ram is making. He's saying the Lolishma that the Ramam is talking about, the Lolishma that Chazal are endorsing is not a harmful thing. They could never say, for instance, Chazal would never be able to say, we have to keep the masses tame. Let's admit, let's let them do something that's, Occupy their time. We'll tell them to do this, you know, like they call a righteous lie. We'll tell them to work for that, and it'll keep them uh, busy and uh, and out of our trouble. Does that? That's sheker. That's impossible to to be mocked. To Chazal could never say do something that's harmful to the person. Even even if he was in that situation, they wouldn't. They still wouldn't emphasize it and, and endorse it. So so so. Uh, so that, so the lolishma, so that kind of a lolishma would be impossible to, uh, it would never be endorsed by, by Chazal. And the lolishma that we're talking about is a different kind of a lolishma. So, well, let's define more clearly. What are the two lolishmas? What's the lolishma that has a good, that has a benefit, not a perfection, and it leads to the good? That's the lolishma that we emphasize and, and endorse. And the other lolishma we condemn. So, so Tosis is like this. He says there are two kinds of lolishma. He says the good lolishma 
when we say li olam yasok b'torah filu shlolishma hainu klomar kidei sheyikare rebi, right? O kidei sheyichabduhu. That's like the Rambam's case, the last stop, right? You should still engage in Torah because with the motivation of being well known as a great scholar, a great rebbe, uh, or even to get honor. Okay, so you're sure you're on the right track. But Tosis goes even further. He says, Hainu Misha Lomid Lakantir. What does that mean, Lomid Lakantir? You know that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what's a Lomid Lakantir? Why is a Lomid? What's the difference between a guy who wants to be Lomid? They're both Lolishma, right? And if you can tell me, they're both Lolishma. So what's the difference if it's to be called a Rebbe? That's also false. That's also diminishing the value of Torah for a psychological pleasure of, of ego. So what is the low, why is the low, why is that low lishma, like the Ram says, still has some kind of a good. It's not perfect, of course, you're not a perfect person, but it still is some kind of a good. And it's worthy to engage in that. But Lakantar you're better off not being born. You're better off. If you, you're better off. Uh, the Torah even becomes harmful to you. Yes. Yeah, so what is so what is lekanter? We have to understand it. what's the, what's the what's the character of the lolishma of lekanter that really is mafsid legamri. Good question. What does lekanter translate to? It's a good question. Lekanter is like you're doing it. You're using the Torah. You're engaging in the Torah just to kind of destroy. You, you want to like take someone down. You want to, you want to, you're, you're, you're doing it as a, as a um, way of uh, like an aggressive, destructive kind of a, 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 a vehicle. Like you're, like Lacantar is just to go against, just to be, or whatever it is, whatever you're, you know, is a guy can take up, a guy can be in a shear and hear someone give a svar that, that he doesn't like that person. So he'll be motivated. He'll go after. He'll try to learn and and try to just to uh, just to negate him. It's not. Yeah. So what's the difference though? What's the difference in that motivation? Yeah. In other words, in other words, when the guy, when the person learns in order that he should be a rebbe, be called a great chacham or kavod, right? So that's what we're saying before. He said, look, it's true. His motivation is false. But is he accumulating truth? Is he uh, more in line with Torah ideas than he was before? Yes, it's gonna. He'll 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 definitely pick up knowledge along the way, right? And he'll definitely have some kind of a. He has to value it because he wants to be known for for having this knowledge. So, okay. He's not motivated completely by the truth, but he is still being placed in a greater reality than he was before. He knows he knows what the Torah wants of him. He knows uh, what proper midos are. He even uh, you know, concerned and helps others. Okay, is he really doing that for the right reason? No, but it does have a he, he does have a game. He does have the, the, the knowledge and he does have some kind of um, even just uh, an accidental kind of a perfection, right?
because he still is using the, he still is relating to the Torah as the Torah. You understand? He might have another reason for it, but Lekantir is a guy who's distorting the whole thing. He's like taking the Torah and he's making it into like a game. He's making it into something just to use it to further his uh, aggressive instinct or, or just, he, he is like making the Torah, uh, so to speak, like his um, servant. He's using it as a, as a, 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 a he, he, yeah, he's not, he's not relating to it as, as an entity of good. He's not relating to it in, in, in its proper framework. He's engaging in it just to be, um, you know, to, to, to be uh, argumentative and, um, and destructive. So he, he doesn't relate to it as a truth. And that undermines it. Okay. Then he has no perfection of Torah at all. Then he's not even in the position of a lowlishma abolishma because that doesn't further, as a matter of fact, that's like the first step of negating the emiss of Torah and trying to just say, ah, it's like, it's like certain, you meet certain people who they know a little bit about learning. And unfortunately, they think that all learning is, is just try to come up with another possibility. Oh, you say that? Well, I can say the opposite. They used to have a term for that sometimes, like a, called an ipchamastavernik. Everything you say, he says, no, the opposite is exactly the And now, okay, some people really believe it, but there is a certain kind of a, it's a game. They look at it like a game. You know what I mean? That's, that's not in the pursuit of what the Torah is. That's a, a distortion. And that type of person, that's what he says, it becomes a sama modas. Be, the Torah itself becomes something that he just could uh, poisons him, and, um, and 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 because it also makes him feel a certain he has a certain sense of, of mastery, but it's a um, but it's really just um, you know an, an expression of his own ego, of his own um, dominance, and and, and a position above the Torah. And really distortion, distortion of the Torah's meaning. The distortion of what it is will never lead to the perfection. That's why that person is notion. So that's what the Ram is saying. The Ram is saying, if you, if you give incentives, if you give incentives, that's not a distortion. Okay. You're presenting the Torah. It doesn't, that doesn't prevent the person from relating to the Torah in an honest way. He might not come to it for the right reason, but in the derech of Limud, He's exposed to it, and he's engaged, and he can engage it in the right. Many, many times, people have the experience. I mean, I'm sure everybody's had the experience where, for whatever reason, you didn't want to sit down and learn, and uh, I don't know, maybe you felt guilty, or maybe the rebbe dragged you down, and when the shear was over, you said, "I loved it," right? So it means to say there could be a lolishma in motivation, you understand? But the lolishma doesn't distort. Your, your, the way you engage the Torah. If, it's, it's, if it distorts the way you engage the Torah and it makes the Torah something that you just utilize, um, you know, and, you, uh, and you're not interested in understanding the idea, you just take the other Svara because you want to destroy this guy, that's, 
that is uh, that's a little shmuel that's instructive. That that they they then you then you don't relate to the Torah as as a, a, a in, in its in its true form, and it's not just a matter of what of bring of something bringing you to the table. It's actually a um, you know a uh, a corruption, a very corruption of of Torah itself. That's no libra. It's like right, he gave the Lakanthers like he's engaged in Torah as a, as a competitive sport. You know what I mean? It's different than Kina Sofram. Kina Sofram is, is is different. That's more in terms of the covered. That when if one Tom Chacham hears another Tom Chacham is getting covered, he can be driven. That could be a it could be a good kina. I mean, it's a kina that's productive. Kina is never good, but it's a kina that, that could be productive. But um like a jealousy, you know. But but Lacan there is he's engaging it in, in uh, as a sport, and he just he doesn't care if he's right or wrong. He just wants to be able to defeat the other person. He can make an argument, and that's something that the Rambam mentions in the beginning of the uh, of the Parashnayos. He says that you, you find sometimes in the Mishnayosim that it'll say Beishamai said this or Beishil said that. And then it says, Hodu Beishamah the Beishil, or Hodu Beishil Beishamah. Right? So the Rambam says, why does it have to have the Machlokas and then the Hodah? Just say, this is the Lachal of the Verical. Right? Why go through that process of saying, this is what they said, they argued, and then they agreed. Right? So, so the Rambam says, it's to show, it's to demonstrate that although they had these fierce battles that to us seem like teams, you know, and and competitiveness and personal uh you know uh you know sides and things like that there's not there was just the motivation was MS. And nothing pushed them to admit that the other side was wrong other than the MS itself. And it wasn't like one side had a kasha that the other side couldn't answer. No. This is the way that they understood it first. They had a machlokas about it. And simply one side was, was, was brought over to the, to the MS of the other side. Not because the Ram says, not because they had a question they couldn't answer. You could always throw an answer out. If you, if you're defending, and that's what happens with, uh, with most people. Most people, unfortunately, are a little bit Lacantera. <laughs> most people have a little bit of that. You have to be, you have to be mindful of that. A lot of people that, the meat of, of, of Lacantera, especially when they get started. But um, and it comes out like in a situation where you, you you take an initial position and you just simply refuse to budge from that initial position, right? And, and every question that comes to your comes your way, instead of thinking about yeah, this this really does indicate the whole thing was a bad approach, you just try to find a terrace. You know what I mean? And then it becomes like, can you prove me wrong or can you not prove me wrong? As opposed to what is uh, on whole the more emis approach? You know I mean? And and look, it's it's something you know we start out. It's it's a childish thing. It's uh, you, you eventually do uh, you know uh, move past these kinds of things, hopefully. But you see, if you want to see an element of what lakanter is, that that would be like an element of lakanter. But it's gaiva. I mean, you're basically starting off with because I said it, I want to defend it. As opposed to because it's true, I want to develop it. <laughs> you know, I mean, a question could help you develop a, a better answer, or it could just you're just gonna you're just gonna stick you, you know, put your heels into the ground and not give up any territory. 
Yeah. So was, it, it, when the person is lakantir, when the person is, mo- is motivated by by a low lishma, right? So he has a certain value of the money or the fame or whatever it is. Okay. Now, um, but when he's engaged in the Torah, like we're saying, he he doesn't have an antithesis. He doesn't have something that's that is an antithesis of the Torah. He's not engaging in the Torah in a way that's consciously negating the good of the Torah. He just doesn't appreciate it yet, right? But 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 therefore, it's possible that the more he learns and the more he engages, like we said, a lot of times you get lost in the thing and you forgot about what you were here for, right? And because you were just, you know, the motivation of sitting down is one thing, but the activity when you're sitting is different. And the person who's those low lishmas, they lend themselves to forgetting the reason you you're forgetting the the impetus and engaging in the in the subject matter in a true way. But lakanthir is not. It's a constant force. It's a constant motivation. It's not just the why you're here. It's what you're doing. You understand? And therefore, you're not capable of engaging the Torah in a proper way. Not just why I'm here. It's what I'm doing. It's battle. I'm here for battle. I'm here to destroy. I'm here to prove myself better than you. You understand? That's not, that's not, that's not a motivation to sitting down. That is the activity. So that negates the possibility of being affected in a positive way. Because you're, you're not, you're not engaging the, the, the subject matter with any uh, honesty and any um, and any truth uh, value, okay? All right. So that that's um, that I think is the is the progression of the round. Yeah. Pesach, good question. Is there a difference in the contour? Yeah, in Brachos says lekantir chavero, so it it becomes like a competitive thing. It becomes a competitive thing. That that the, the problem is that the competition you can't forget about. That, that's the problem. If a person wants to be right, okay, that's true. That that is a big motivation. But when there's no one there that he has to defend himself against, there's, there still is the possibility that he can uh, have some kind of uh, honesty and, uh, and and epiphany. But the, the the conflict the the competitiveness that is a is like a a match that you become locked into and if that becomes if that's the way you relate to torah it's 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 harmful it's not it's something that 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 the chazal do not advocate so we don't just advocate lolishma and that's what the ram is saying you know to show you the lolishma of this child that's why he goes through this whole muscle. It has to be a certain kind of a little shma. Right? Okay. Yeah, no, it's competitiveness, me, competitiveness is a trait. <laughs> right? How is it a trait? It means to say like it, it, it's a statement of, of ego, and it means to say a person takes the position that he is that he has a sense of superiority and he's looking for uh riots to that he's looking for activities that demonstrate some some level of superiority but the superiority that he's demonstrating is the, the, the superiority he feels he has is much greater than what he's demonstrating in other words like this if a person if a person wins the basketball game 
it makes him feel not just a good basketball player, but better than the other person in some other, in some real way. I'm saying on a psychological level, right? And um, and in that sense, that that that's that's part of the of what we're talking about the content. But the com- competitiveness when a person learns Torah to be a great rabbi, he's saying no that the knowledge of the Torah is what is worthy of being praised by. I mean, that is a valuable, he's recognizing that Torah knowledge is the real value to man. You know what I mean? He's not like a guy who just wants to be a champ at something, right? Uh, So that he can walk around feeling better than people. It's, it's, because, I'm trying to to explain things, because in that sense, what he's good at and what he feels is, 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 and his sense of, of superiority are different. <laughs> you, you know what I'm and then it's just like a way of, of, of oppressing another person. It's just like a way of, 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 of subjugating other people. But you feel like it's, but, 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 but that's what the most question is. But by Torah, even the Lolishma of Torah is still, is still recognizing that this is the thing I want to be known for because this is valuable. So it is still, as opposed to a person who wants to be known as a great, you know, some some people are like that. Like, they'll look through the Guinness Book of World Records and they'll just try to find something that nobody's done yet, right? Why? So that they can be the one who did it. Not that that's an invaluable activity. Not that they have any 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 necessary, not that it's, you know, important in any way. Why is it important? Ah, why is it important? Why? Because I'm better. No, because it'll be the way I'll show the world that I'm better. Ah, exactly. Right. This will be the way I'll prove that I'm better. But not better at balancing 300 tiddlywinks, you know. <laughs> better, just better. This happens to be the way I can prove it. You understand? So it is a, um, that's, that's the, the, uh, the, 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 the competitive drive. But, when the person says, I want to be, when you, when you lead the person and you say, you'll be a great Talmud Chacham that people will respect, they're going to respect you because knowledge of, of Torah is the real good. Not because you're the best at it even, just because you're good at it. You understand? It's not that you're better than everyone else. That's not what they're saying. They're not saying, you'll be the best Talmud Chacham. That's no. That would be, that would, that would go back into competitiveness. But but then they wouldn't say that. Say so that you can answer any argument. That, that's not what they're saying. They're saying you'll have you'll have a certain uh, a certain renown because of the MS, because of the truth that you are related to, because of the good that you are involved in. Right. So automatically, it puts you even in the lowlishma. It puts you in a in a position of under. You know the submitting to the reality of uh, of Torah, as opposed to the guy who is purely competitive. There's no submission of of any sort. It's just means of domination. You know what I mean? But to say you'll be known as a great chacham, is still even within that. It's true. It, it it appeals to his ego, but it appeals to his ego in a way that at least puts the Torah. In, in 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 a you know a lofty position, okay. All right, so maybe we'll do it like this.
I wanted to go into a little more deeply the idea of Oved Me'ahava. It's a tough topic. It's a tough topic. And we're not going to do it in 20 minutes. But um, the Ram over here, you know, when he's ending off in the Lola Shmaz, and the Lashmaz, so he emphasizes again that everything should be Me'ahava. That's the real level. That's the level of Avram Avinu. And he was an Oved Me'ahava. Right, and and he says an interesting thing. He says it's really, um, yeah. He says he's in this barashu matras The whole objective of Torah and mitzvos and the whole foundation of amunas chachamim is to be to do things me'ava. Only a fool doesn't see this. Right. who's been basically corrupted and polluted by the, the nonsense. So the Ram is, is saying an interesting thing. He's saying, like we mentioned this before, saying on the one hand, it's something that is, uh, you know, expresses the level of Avinu, which is the highest level possible. On the other hand, he, he says what prevents people from doing that is just that they're, you know, given over to this, to, to these, to these crazy mistakes. So, like we said before, it's not, it's not that the idea itself is difficult, but we're, we're, we're overwhelmed and, uh, and, um, and flooded by uh, nonsense, messages of nonsense that just preoccupy our minds and don't allow us to see uh, a simple reality. But what exactly is the motivation of Ahava? What does that mean to say, I'm going to do the mitzvahs me Ahava? Now, of course, it's Avas Hashem, right? It has to be Avas Hashem. So, I mean, can we, can we get an idea? Can we get a sense of what that means? Obviously, if we were on that level, we wouldn't need to be asking these questions. And when you're not on a very high level, it's hard to perceive what it is. So let, let's see if we can try to figure out some, some way of, of intellectually understanding what it is that the, uh, that the person on the highest level is, is, is doing. Okay, so, and motivated by it. What is the motivation? I know Ram says the whole time that motivation should be and this is also wrong because the Rambam is equating Lishma and Ava, right? Because he's saying the person who's really doing Lishma is doing it Ava. Now, for Lishma, he said Lishma means you do the MS because it's MS. But Ava sounds like something different. So, how, how are those things uh, really in some way the same, right? So, this is a problem. So, yeah, in other words, up to now, Ram's been saying he's been emphasizing Lishma. You should do things Lishma. And Lishma, he, he says, is to do the Amis because it's Amis, or because the purpose of Amis is to know it's Amis, right? But then, but then, uh, then he transitions into the mitzvahs and calls them Amis too, and says, therefore, Lishma, of them is, Lishma for them is to do them, right? Because they are Amis, to be Makayim them. And then when he goes through all of the Maimar Chazal, he finally winds up and says, 
the one that expresses the idea of lishma, the perfect, perfectly, is the one that says to do the mitzvos is out of ava la ava Hashem. Kol shata oser lo sasa ava. So ava sounds like a different thing from lishma. How is he saying in the end of the day that the perfect description of the uh, of doing things lishma is doing them me'ava? Now, ava also sounds like you're doing something for God. It has that that connotation. And you think of when, you know, so we have to understand, because we know that it's impossible to be doing something for God. God doesn't encourage Baruch Hu to need anything. And as a matter of fact, I was looking through the the uh the Chovos of Avavos. He has like a little bit of a he has a you know different a different approach, but he had a very he has a very interesting discussion in um in his shower on Avodas uh, on, on Avodas Hashem about the type of a, a, an idea of avoda you know for reward and punishment and and the and the true idea of avoda. But he has a very interesting um insight of it. He says he says avoda as a term, as a as a definition, as a as an activity, has a meaning of doing of, of recognizing the good that was done for you and the desire to return the good, to do good in return to the one who who who, ben, who benefited you. That has he says that's really what the word avoda means, right? Avoda Sashem. He says, he has a very interesting thing. He says, but when a person has that motivation, he comes to the realization that it's impossible to do anything for Hashem. And then it becomes an idea of just Vegas. <laughs> but, but, you know, but the point is like this. He, 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 he's recognizing that you can't simply apply uh, a human idea of avoda to uh, Hakar's Baruch Hu, because the avodas. Whenever we say uh, uh, but what does the what does the do for his He does something for him. He helps him, right? Isn't he? So so how do we how do you, how do you, could you use a term like that? By by so he has an interesting answer. He says, "That's the way you feel. You feel like you want to do avoda, but you recognize that that's not a possibility, and it switches into just the idea of being close to God." So basically, he says, in the end, you can't really do it. <laughs> the avoda is like what the mind recognizes you should be doing, but then as the mind gets more aware, he has a whole conversation between his intellect and his soul. He has a whole dialogue in there, and um, and, and that's how he tries to, uh, to demonstrate. It. But but again, the, the the point I'm trying to make is how do we how do we uh, understand these terms and these activities um, that are that are all rooted from human experience and apply them in uh, in, in the in the framework of uh, of mitzvah and, and avodah. And uh, how is Lishmar and Ava the same? So maybe tonight we'll just take a look at a couple of Rambams over here where he describes Ava. And um, next time we'll try to uh, to work it through. So in these, these are just like <clears throat> the 
the character, the characteristics of, of an Ove Me'ava. So in the, in the Sefer Mitzvos, he says, one of the things he says about an Ove Me'ava is he has a tremendous desire to inform other people about this, about the, the existence of the one who he loves. That, for the Rambam, is, is an essential element of Ava. He says, Kishetov Odom, Tosam Libucho Olov, Tishabechehu. He puts his heart on him and he praises him. Utevakesh Hanoshim Lahov Oso. And he requests others, he, he beseeches others to, to love him. Yeah, he says, and it means like this. Alzada Marshal. I'm not sure what it means about that, but he says, <clears throat> when a person loves God with MS, <clears throat> from what he from what he perceives, Kimashi Gia so he below Sophic Kidrosh the Tikra Kofim was to call him the Yidias Anas, Ashiyadata Osa. He has to, it must motivate him to um call out and to teach the uh the ones who don't have this knowledge to bring them to the knowledge of God. And that's what he says, Biohafta as Hashem, Ahavu as Abrios ke Avram Abhicha. Okay. The Esanefesh Asher Asubaharm. This is the whole emphasis on the in the Rambam in the Sefer Mitzvahs. The whole emphasis in the Rambam Sefer Mitzvahs is that the Ava that a person has, if a person has real Ava, it's not enough that he himself is appreciative and engages in Mitzvahs. It must affect him in the sense of going out and bringing this reality and bringing this truth to others. And he says, and that's the model of Avram. What's Loma? Kimosha Avram Avram So we know that Avram loved Hashem. Because of his great knowledge, He instructed people, he sought out people to teach them the truth. Mechozek Ahavoso. Again, he keeps emphasizing, out of his love. Cain Ata Ahov Oso. You too have to love him that way. So one thing the Ram says is Ava must engender the desire to, I don't want to say proselytize, but that's a bad connotation, but to uh, bring others into this good, right? To bring others. To bring this truth to others. That's one thing that he says. And the other thing that he says, I'll just say two more things, and then we'll, we'll stop. The other thing that he says in, in the end of Hilchos Tshuva, where he's describing Ava, he says his famous statement that the very last halacha, there's a dover yadua borer, right? Um, he says, Okay, he says, um, yeah. The only way a person can have Ava is through the knowledge, is through his knowledge. 
and al piadei al piava. According to his knowledge, that's according to his ava. Okay, so why is that pointed out? Why is it that the ava and the daya have to be in lockstep? Why can't a person, why can't one person, two people have the same amount of knowledge and one person just have more love for it? Why is that impossible that the love can exceed the knowledge and that the knowledge, I talk about love, doesn't sound like it's uh, that's that's knowledge. That's that, that's a, love is a different thing. And to and to make matters worse, the Rambam gives the marshal of avos Hashem. He gives a marshal with avos isha, and he says, It is that a person loves Hashem with an ava gedola yisera rava aza admaod, right? He's lovesick. Like, it's like a lovesick person, like the lovesick people. They can't stop thinking about that girl. Okay. He's, he's obsessed with her, right? So why does the Rambam give a marshal for Avas Hashem for the, an, uh, you know, an emotional love of a woman? What kind of a marshal is that? And, and that type of Ava doesn't seem that it has to go according to the idea. We don't say probably the opposite. It's probably an inverse reality over here, right? The less he knows about it, probably the more he can be excited about it. So that, if, if there's a marshal to, to Ava, that's not, that doesn't seem to be an ava that's totally on Yidiyah. So what is the, what is the dimyan of it? What is his marshal? Okay. All right, so those are the things we want to think about. We want to think about lishma and ava are, are equated in the Ramah. And then he says an ava is dependent on knowledge. So we get, now we've got a lishma to ava. And ava has to go by your knowledge. And in the Sefer, Mr. says, and it must cause you to go to other people. Right, and he compares it in some strange. After building it up to this high, high, high thing, then he brings it down to the lowest type of thing—a love of a woman. I mean, metaphysically speaking, <laughs> philosophically speaking, right? And so here he says that the whole uh, shir shirim is a marshal. That's the that's the whole shir shirim. He's a marshal to the world. Okay. All right. Thank you.